Do you have the business you want, or is it driving you crazy? A recent survey said 70% of business owners are dissatisfied with some aspect of their business. That's why we created Driving Biz, the number one source of business information. We have the leading experts from around the world as guests each week. So enjoy and love your business. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a very special treat today. Her name is Liz Parker, and she felt uh, founded LT Consultants just 24 years ago in Hong Kong. Now, Liz uses proven processes to help business owners and leaders to clearly articulate their visions and identify the business challenges that prevent them from further growth. She is a seasoned facilitator and performance coach originally from Iowa and now located in Greenville, South Carolina. Now, her training helps businesses with all sorts of aspects, but we're going to go into those and let Liz talk about these so that others can understand how they can grow just like the big boys, the big companies, and she will take people down that path. Welcome, Liz. Thank you very much, Dr. Leica. It's nice to see you. Nice to see you too. (laughs) Now, tell us a little bit about your leadership approach that you are taking in your book, Who's Leading Your Business? Conquered the monstrous challenges of vision, values, processes, and more. I know it sounds like a long title, but if we look at who's leading your business, they can always find me that way. Um, I This has been a really fun thing to explore. I decided to take a fresh approach and look at Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So we compare the professional Dr. Jekyll and the monster Mr. Hyde to your own leadership style. Well, that is interesting because truly there are both aspects in a business and in a boss that quite often a boss has to be a a leader, yet at the same time, he has to make ugly decisions at times (laughs) and become Dr. Jekyll. You know, that's exactly what happens to people. So when you look at it, though, there is a mix of mix of styles that have to happen. And so that professional Dr. Jekyll can show up. And at the same time, there are going to be moments when the business is going horribly that you end up being monster hide. And so it's it is a process of understanding who you are and a self um, awareness to uncover who you can be. So who should read your book? Well, you know, I was thinking about that, and I always want to say everybody, but truly it is focused for leaders, it's focused for owners, it is focused for um, people who impact change in a company. And as I thought about it, what I realized is it's really for just about any of us because of the fact we all have to be leaders in our own world somewhere along the line, and they may all have fun looking at it anyway. So I'm always going to say everybody, but it really is focused for those who impact change in the business. Okay, so change is the driver 
but it's also something that businesses are not necessarily comfortable with. They love to stay on the path they are, but that doesn't mean they're going to be successful because change is all around us. That's right. That is exactly right. And when it ends up happening in your business, you don't always see it either. There are huge blind spots that we have about our business. And we don't always find out until we hear about it from somebody in our companies. So this is a book to help them uncover those blind spots so they can be aware of those things. Yes, it is. a. We do all have blind spots and we do all have problems in our businesses. And that equates to our businesses sometimes struggling along the way. You know, I uh, recently read a fantastic book called Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek. And, it's a great and one. <laughs> it is one of those ones that's out there. Every leader who does that has to really, because what it is, is about servant leadership. Yes. What is servant leadership anyhow? Well, when I think about servant leadership, it is about really being the person who facilitates and makes things easier for your employees. So as you look at your business, an owner has their own goals and desires of what they want to achieve, but it takes the village, you know, it takes a village to get everybody put together and make things happen. So a servant leader does those things that need to be done from being, you know, the the visionary to being the janitor. You are not afraid to step in and do whatever needs to be done, but taking that very humble approach. Humble. That That is the key, isn't it? Humbleness <laughs> is something that makes a lot of difference. And also the fact that you're willing to look at your each and every employee for their unique contributions and reward them for them on a weekly I'd say even a daily basis, because I think people are quitting now because they view they're not being perceived as people uh, that are helping. They, they, they think their contributions don't matter. They think somehow along the way that they'd be caught up in this machine and in years gone by, they'd be willing to accept that. But no longer are they. COVID reawoken what's going on. And they said, look, uh, we don't have to do this if we don't want to. I, you know, that is so true. And I think what has happened out of this whole COVID situation is people have felt that they needed to find that potential that is within them and that they were possibly not living it at that moment. And COVID stopped the whole world and had them looking at their lives and saying, what is it that we really want to be doing? So it's up to the business leaders to say, how are you going to engage these people? What are you going to do to make them feel valued and want to be part of your team? That That's the thing is feeling valued. And then I think a business owner has to look at their employees in a different light uh, than they used to. They used to have to look them at in the light saying, uh, this is what a person contributes on the job. This is all there is. But I think a an employer has to look at a person with a 24-hour lens as a person that's not only an employee, but a person that's living a life outside the job. 
And the boss has to be concerned about those aspects as well. Thinking of this living and breathing person, not just as a, a person to produce, produce results for the bottom line. Right. And I, you know, and I'm going to guess that you have run across this a lot in your other guests too, is that you have found that they have to be able to uncover those other talents that people actually possess. And I, I have found that as I talk to um, employees, they're like, boy, I've got all kinds of time. I've got all kinds of other capabilities, but nobody ever asks me. And so it's always encouraging them to offer them and bring them in. I mean, how many people have you run across in, in your line of business that say, oh, you know, I'm an artist on the side or I do this on the side. And being able to bring that talent in would be fabulous in a business. Yeah, all those skills are so important. I mean, let's suppose you're in a any business and you need a graphic designer. Well, a person that is on your staff already might have artistic abilities that can help you with those tasks, whereas here you're outsourcing and hiring somebody else. That is very true. And you know what? It is that those elements that people get to do that might not be part of their job description that actually makes them happiest. If they can bring that part of their life and that talent into the work, even if it isn't part of their job and they get to share that with the company, it really does engage employees and want them to, to stick around. And also, I, I think we're in the communication age. We're in a day and age where communication is essential for everything we do. If you don't have communication abilities, it's going to hurt. So that's where I think people on your team, your your whole team, can really help with everything if we harness that ability to communicate. Right. And there are so many issues that come with poor communication. There are so many disagreements that come. There are so many other things that can happen in an organization. And truly, if people can understand what you're saying and what I'm saying, we have to be able to speak in their language. And that's a lot of the different styles that I talk about in the book, too. I, I don't know how many of your listeners have heard about disc styles or have you heard about those different? No, why don't you go over them for our listeners? So the disc styles is a fairly common way for people to kind of categorize themselves. And there are people who are very direct and dominant in their approach. They know exactly what they want to say, and they're very results-oriented. There are people like me who are the high eyes, very um, impulsive, and we like to be influential, and we like it to be all about us. So thank you for letting me be on the show to do that. <laughs> there are those that are the high S's who are very steady. They're very compliant. They like to um, have a certain pace that they go through, so they don't like change. And then there are the C's who are very compliant. They follow the rules. They're um, huge at making. They're they're perfectionists basically. So they're the ones that keep us on track and within our within our boundaries. Well, well that is important and. I, I think another thing that's important is to realize people grow in different ways and businesses grow in different ways. So why don't you tell us some of the stages entrepreneurs grow through in their growth path? 
Oh my gosh, I love this part. So um, when you think about a company and you think about their entrepreneurial stage of growth, you know that these business owners start with a startup. They have an idea, they have a dream, they have something that they like to do. And, and so they go and find people who have that same passion and they bring them in and they're at that little startup stage. But their their passion powers them eventually through seven stages of growth. And as they grow, they find there are different issues that happen along each stage and along the way. So it's almost like guideposts to tell them what to do next and how to lead differently as well. So as you go from stage one to stage seven, you look at it from an employee count and you say, hey, I've got one employee here. I've got over 500 or more on the other side. You become this startup to this visionary leader and all the elements that go in between. It's an exciting process for, for entrepreneurs and leaders to know about. It is. Entrepreneurs have a very special role in our society and entrepreneurial parts of a business are very important because they help in ways that a business can't otherwise. Can you yeah. elaborate on that a bit? Well, so when I think about um, entrepreneurs, I look at the fact that, in fact, I think about the U.S. this way, right? We are an entrepreneurial nation where we feel empowered. We feel like if we don't like something the way it is, we can go start it on our own. I mean, when you look at how our country was built and how people came in, that is how it started. And so our business environment um, is all grown out of that. And it is extremely empowering to know that if we don't like something, we can figure out how to make it change and we can start a business around that. And we can be our own leaders and our own owners. And I mean, look, you've done it with your business. I've done it with my business and mine. I wasn't even planning to start a business when I started. It was just like the opportunity was handed and you just got to take those and roll. So I find that um, people, if they are driven by something, they just have to take the um, the belief that they can do it. Sorry, that was a little long winded. I get all excited about that. <laughs> no, that is important, and and I think that is wonderful what you're saying there, and and what is going on there. Tell me a, a couple more things about your vision. How was it shaped by what went on in Hong Kong when you were starting these concepts? I mean, uh, concepts overseas are quite different than they are in North America. Well, you would think they are, but I that was my biggest aha was um, going over, being from Iowa, right? I'm from the Midwest and I went over to Hong Kong just thinking, oh my gosh, there's going to be so much to learn and so much to do. But I really found that it came down to manners, politeness, respect, all those elements of just being people with people and listening to each other. That's what it came down to, because I found that we all share very similar beliefs about how the world should run. We should be nice to each other. That's global. And so when I started to look at different business concepts, it was all about just listening to each other and saying, hey, let's build on your idea. Um, so I guess when I think about it, it, it all came down to just being people. 
Exactly. And, and I think that's what we have to realize. Although business is often thought as being different from the people in the business, the two are one and the same. You can't have a business without understanding the people in the business. Right. You have hit the nail on the head. Now I know why we know what your radio show is all about. <laughs> because well, that is a piece of wisdom right there. That is a pearl of wisdom right there. It yeah. is. We are all, our businesses are people businesses, right? We are all made up of this. And even if you look at a tech business, it is still driven by people. They just think a little bit differently, right? So if you just will treat each other the way that you want to be treated, it is absolutely a wonderful way to run a business. And when you don't, you will find those employees won't stick with you and you will find that those people will leave you in droves. And that is part of why we look at ourselves. And that's part of why we continue to grow is we want to, as owners and leaders, we want to change the world. We want to have an impact. And the way to have an impact is with people. Exactly. We have an impact with people. We have an impact from our ideas. We have an impact with our communication. We have an impact with our leadership styles and helping our people that if you're a superior in the business, that you help those underneath you become the best they can be. Yes, that is exactly it. And if you will just help them along, they will end up in, in some cases. I've got people here I know who had students that they used to teach who are now their bosses. They've changed roles and they've decided to do something different. And their students have now become their bosses. And when you look at that, you see how our world has changed so much that the longer that we stay in business, the more that we change our kind of focuses and our goals. And we, we let the other leaders rise to the top so that we can do other things and experience other um, talents that we might have. So it is, I'm, it's kind of, I'm talking in circles there, but I come back to the fact that we do all have gifts and it's important that we use all those gifts. Okay. So what can you tell people who are owners or leaders in a business that would help them today to have a fantastic business? Wow, that's a big question. But you know what I would tell them? I would tell them to follow their dream, their dream and their instincts. And by doing that, if they follow those and they treat people with the values and the belief that the people can help them, they will be able to empower their own dreams. In the, in the book, what I talk about are there are, there are issues that happen within a business. And if you use your team to hear what's going on, and then to be able to work as a team to resolve those issues, things around vision and values, not having processes in place, um, not understanding how to communicate with one another. Those are the types of things that if you will be open to seeing what blind spots do exist, you'll be able to resolve it. And sometimes it's hard for a leader to hear from their team. So they have to I go back to that humbleness. They have to be humble and be able to hear what's really going on. Yeah, you should listen. You should take the feedback. You should do things with that feedback. And then you should modify things appropriately. 
It's an integrative learning approach. And that's how a business moves forward. It's not an up to down uh, approach any longer. It, it is an approach where, uh, you have to listen to your workers. Otherwise your workers wouldn't be around very long. You know, there is, um, a lot of work I've done around Maslow's hierarchy. And for those that aren't familiar with it, it is really looking at that fact of, you know, when we were in COVID, we were hitting out there looking for toilet paper, right? We were out there going, where's our food? Where's our toilet paper? We were at that very base level, that physiological level. And from there, we ended up going up saying, hey, once we had that, it's now where's that safety and security? Are we going to have a job? What's going to happen tomorrow? Do I know if I have someplace to go? And then once we had that and we were feeling safe with that, we found out we went up to the next level, which was kind of that love level. And the love level, I don't know if you recall how people were starting to do all these Zoom calls. They were doing apps. They were doing like house party. They were, you know, having their social life right there over over video. So as we look at people and we look at how leaders engage, people come in at all these different levels. All they have to do is talk to their people and find out where they are so they can connect with them at that level and be able to address those needs. And that's one of the biggest things that a leader can do. Exactly. That's important. And I, and I think what you understand in all this is leaders have a very important role in this day and age. That role is very difficult, yet at the same time, it is very important to to move the puck forward, so to speak. Yeah, it is. They can't do it alone. They need to use their team and they need to use the people that are around them that really share that passion with them. And they can make a difference then. And that's that's really what they're in business to do, make a difference. Now, if you were a younger person or you met a younger person along the pathway that you're going on, what advice would you give them so that they could exceed that much more quickly? I would probably tell them that they need to um, align themselves to leaders they like, leaders who they have um, respected, because by having a mentor, and you probably know this just like I do, having mentors out there in the business world or in any environment, it doesn't have to just be business. It could be music. It can be anything that somebody is involved with. But having someone who's been there and done that to share experiences, to help you and guide you, I would say that's probably one of the bigger things that I would recommend they do. The other is to read as much as they can, read or listen. If they're audio books, if they're listeners on radio stations, podcasts, whatever they do to learn and listen and try it out. Um, I think the world is all about, you got to take some risks. You can't just sit in your own little space. You got to kind of reach out there and see what's out there. Exactly. Well, Liz, I've got to thank you for being on our show today. I know you've given a lot of golden pearls for people (laughs) to learn from today. Can you please tell people how they can get in touch with you and how they can get a copy of your book? Oh, thank you very much. Well, they can reach me by my website, which is ltresults.com. Uh, and you can get my book on Amazon, which is Who's Leading Your Business. They can find it either on Amazon or a- on my uh, website, ltresults.com. 
And thank you, Dr. Like. I really appreciate being invited. Well, thank you for being here. And ladies and gentlemen, check out my website, drallenlika.com. That's D-R-A-L-L-E-N, Lyka, L-Y-C-K-A.com. And get a copy of a golden pearl each and every week sent to your mailbox because it will help change your life and your business if you let it. Bye for now and have a fantastic day. We hope you enjoyed Driving Biz, where you get the advice of the leading experts of the world. If you want more, you need to join the number one community for business owners, NoBull.Biz. And for a limited time, you can join at a discounted rate. To learn more, go to NoBull.Biz.